Doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dawg. It's Caffeine Morning Show. Smooth DQ Nice Porsche, what up? You know what I'm saying? This how we, you know what? See, I flip the bars like a pie. Move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred raps in 24. I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like Swiss beats, I push keys. Don't forget them for Watsi. I deliver no DiGiorno, no porno. Goodbye, December. Porsche will tell all the girls he fine. But he married, go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you, I got you. This how we do. Caffeine Morning Show. Blah! AM Caffeine Show. AM Caffeine Show. It's your boy, D.O.C. Marlo J., can you say something? It's your girl, Marlo J. Marlo J. is in the building. Smooth D in the ones and twos. Salutations. <laughs> Salutations. AM Caffeine Show. It's Wednesday. Um... You know, we need a new drop. That's my boy Sticks that you guys hear uh, at the start of every show. Yep. But Marlo J has now been with the crew for a few months now, and it's time to retire that drop. Don't you think, Smoothie? Because he's talking, he's shouting out Portia Coleman, but she ain't here no more. And nope. I'm over here. Hello? What the? Can you hear me? Turn your, okay. turn your thing up. You turn your thing up. Act like you've been sure. here before. Right. You know what? Shut your pie hole, sir. Okay. Oh, and I'm go. over here singing damn Portia Coleman all the time. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> hey, shouts out Portia Coleman. Shouts out Q Nice. But uh, see you guys later. Yeah, they're not with the crew anymore. So if you're not here, like, we don't care about I you I told anymore, them they should let right? me just rap over it. Let's I don't know no, what the problem is. Just let me rap no. over it. I um, can rap. Nope. AM Caffeine Show. Marlo, don't, she, she's the worst. AM Caffeine Show. Marlo. Today, <laughs> today on this Way Back Wednesday... Uh, we usually have battles if we don't have a guest. But the guest that we have today is a guest that I've been trying to get on the show, Smoothie, for, uh, shoot, how long it been now? It's been for a minute, right? I think five years. Five? I thought I was going to say seven. Seven, okay. I was going to say go seven. seven. About five years, right? Um, So, you know, there there's the certain artists that come along and... Not only do they pave the way for other artists, but sometimes you don't really appreciate what that artist has done until way later. Like, they're way ahead of you. And you just don't really understand or catch up to them until years and years later. And the artist that we have today, I feel, is one of those artists um, from the time that... um, I became familiar with her, familiar with her music. It always seemed like she just stayed, you know, created her own lane, knew what she wanted to do and stayed in that lane. Didn't try to be like anybody else. Didn't try to necessarily change uh, her style or or sound to um, compete with what is going on at the time. Just always did her own thing. And she has a new project out. Um, I was watching Luke Cage about two weeks ago, and I seen her on Luke Cage. I was like, "How? Cool? Why don't you just tell people who she is?" Because you got to set it up. Got to set it up. Right. You got to set I mean, it up. Set up right. has been for three years. You got to set. It's not like a, we. It's like not like we have smoking stuff. It's, it's not joy. like a smoking step. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> it was mo- I would be like, "Hey, smoking step is here." <laughs> <laughs> but when you got somebody like Joy, you got to you got to. Set- why did I say Mocha Steel? I don't know. I have no idea. Hey, but they did have one. They, don't, they only had one. That was Ladies and Monique gentlemen, the Bichon one Stephanie. and only Joy is in the building today. Hey, 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 hey. Miss hey. Joy, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Doc. Hey, it how was so cool to see you on Luke Cage. Like, I was like, oh my goodness, that's Joy. So I, I text uh, my girl Monica Payne. I was like, yo, Joy is, as if she didn't know, Joy is on Luke Cage. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you didn't I, know? My sister. I was so happy. Plus you. How did that happen, Joy? Um, They said we want somebody awesome. They was like, can Joy come? How did that happen? The, the, the short story is, one, we'll start it off by saying it pays to have Good relationships are excellent currency. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
in this business. Yeah. Absolutely. And so is well-respected art. Right. So if somebody, can we cuss? I mean, go ahead. Let it go. Let it okay. go. So if somebody fucks with you, <laughs> they fuck with you. Right, right. You know, no matter time, space, whatever. Um, Cheo Coker, who's the creator and yes. showrunner. Yeah. Yes. Um, has been a comrade of mine since Pendulum Vibe. Okay. So he was fresh out of Stanford um, reviewing music. And the first piece that he wrote to review was the Pendulum Vibe. Wow. First album. So ever since then, we've been comrades. He's always, you know, been supportive of my work. Right. And would tease me, uh, but was actually really not teasing, but would say, I'm going to figure out a way to incorporate you into, you know, more of the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, I think I might be able to do something really cool, you know, for season two. And I was like, you know, you have your homies who do a lot of excellent work and they be well-intentioned. Right, right. you know, but sometimes, the plug. It, but like, sometimes it just don't happen. It's fine. Yeah, you like I know your heart. It's fine. It's fine. But um, he made good on that, and uh, they gave me a call, and we arranged it, and I went out there and shot it, and ended up using you know three of the songs, and had a, a very lovely cameo. I was able to do the sweet alley oop. Yeah, to no. drop the album the same day. Like. <laughs> There it, it is. No, out. I thought uh, that was exactly. really, really cool. So shout out Chael because that's hell really yeah. that was really fly. When I yeah. tell you that this voice is velvety as hell, though, <laughs> velvety. You talking about me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she sure. Well, it wasn't me. No, it wasn't you at all. It wasn't you. <laughs> you old rough and tumble. <laughs> um, so much to talk about. Wait, real, real quick. Are you um are you a football fan? Not hardcore, but you know, I came up in a football family. That's why I'm asking you. Both because sides, m- mom's side and dad's side, heavy, heavy hardcore football thing. Yeah. Her father, uh, I guess when the AFL and NFL merged, is that correct? Like, which would have been what, the, seven, the seven, early 70s? Yeah. Her father was the first black quarterback to Shut start. Shut your pie hole. Yes. To start regular season. Yes. Yeah. For the, uh, Pittsburgh for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. So before there was like, he actually had beat out Bradshaw. He took his job. Yeah. yeah. He yes. beat out Terry Bradshaw. Come on now. Um, so I just wanted to know that if, you know, growing up in right. that, growing up in that, if um, you were uh, in the sports. So, I keep a light eye. Right, right. Me. I can talk, you know, a little shop after I <laughs> check out a few stats, see what, see who's doing what for the season. And I can get up in there. And, get up know, in there a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Do you have a team? Not necessarily, no. I tend to be, um, I'm not a person who like, you know, who fucks with whole franchises. I tend to, I like, like, players. I like various players. Right, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I'm always partial to, you know, a very bright, young black quarterback. Okay, that's right. So I know I'm always partial to right. that. Right. Yeah. Um, so... You grew up. You were born in Tennessee, Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. Nashville is actually a cool spot. I like Nashville. Nashville has become like yeah. Nashville is yeah. a cool spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of black people in Nashville. Really? Um, there, there, there are enough black people in Nashville. <laughs> there are enough. Uh, a lot, not necessarily, but you know, Nashville is also a college town. Right. I know. So, ten- oh, I, I know, know Tennessee that. State, and it I know is. Fisk. There are three HBCUs there. Yeah. So there's um, there's Fisk. And then there's Tennessee State. Okay. And then there's also ABC, which is like a tiny, tiny, tiny little Bible college. ABC. Oh, I, I thought it was like American all black. I thought, it stood, I thought it stood for all black college. <laughs> but not, huh? okay. are ridiculous. And then we got this small all black college. It's called ABC. ABC. And then there are lots of other uh, colleges. Nashville's college town. Vanderbilt is there, you know, in the right. larger, more, you know, Ivy League-ish okay. vibe. And also big SEC vibe right, as well, right? You know, uh, so it's college town, but but you know, black professionals there uh-huh. in mm-hmm. in Nashville, and uh, and what people would be also you know surprised to know, even though it's the country music capital of the world, it's also just a, a really culturally uh, arts rich city. Like really? anything that you know, people grew up participating in or, or being privy to the group in like New York or out here or whatever. I saw all of that growing up. Right. Like, me and my mom was at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center, you mm. know, like every time something was coming through town. It's a, a well-visited secondary market for like cool performance art. 
stuff. Um, actually, Smooth, do you know I went to Tennessee? Was it last year and the year before I went to Pigeon Forge? That, where oh, was that? It's Dolly Parton's home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dollywood. But Dollywood costs way too much. I'm cool with Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little too much for me, Dollywood. Dolly, she getting Jack. them coins. She getting them coins. Another kind of level of balling. Like, it's when people got their own town. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, so, Dolly Parton ain't playing with y'all. Uh, so, Tennessee, you went to college? I went to Memphis State. You went when, to Memphis when State? When it was Memphis State. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how did, and I went how, to Tennessee State for a hot second. What'd you study? Um, theater arts. Well, actually, English. And it was going to be a, a, a minor in theater arts. But I, I didn't stay long enough. Okay. To... Uh, to finish? Yeah. That makes two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trip. Um, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, while you were in college, is that, had you already been wanting to become an artist? Were you doing that before college? Like I was. How did you were I was doing, doing that, that before, uh, before college. I mean, shit, ever since I was little. Right. Like, you knew that's what you wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. I was a little creative kid and, you know, writing songs and making them up and had a... Uh, a real um, burning in my belly to perform. Where did that come that from? Was it the, was it your household or was it just you just came? It's just it just was. Ever right. since I can remember, it has just been. Right. Were you one of those mm-hmm. those babies with big voices? Be like, is that little girl I, singing? I would get some of that singing in church growing up. Like, oh, the little girl with the. You know, the big voice and the pastor would ask me to sing sometimes. Right, right. Things like that. Yeah. And a lot of uh, theater and and performance, uh, you know, camps and things growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also was a a dancer. Dance was actually the the first love. But as a little girl, though, yeah, I was definitely people were like, you were keeping beat and singing shit before you could walk. Talk. You absolutely Ooh. still got a seven-year-old face. I mean, you oh, must be vegan or something. That's <laughs> I am not vegan. No? I'm not. I am a carnivore occasionally, but I'm vegan-friendly. I just okay. try to do everything. I do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Just that's, right. Hey. that's what on That's now. what I was you see, know, what yeah. alluding to, to earlier. She yeah. they won't musically, let me be great. Yeah. You've always been that way. It's a life of doing whatever the fuck I want. Right. <laughs> Have, that comes with consequences. But uh, so that goes to my next. Has, yeah, for do you for worse. do you feel has that um, not necessarily not stifled your growth, but has that stopped you from maybe moving to a to um, I don't want to say commercial success, but are those things part of the reason why you were not a bigger artist? Absolutely. Um, more more commercially visible. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, you have to play ball. To be more visible, and you have to play ball often, right? Um, and you have to even be in a, a mind space, a headspace to desire what comes with playing ball. Okay, that part of the game is not necessarily something I've ever been titillated by, right? Um, I'm far more into um, doing. You know, doing what I want to do, how I want to do it, and I, I'm hard headed in that way, and it's probably a little, a little nuts, mm-hmm. probably. But um, I also am unbought and unbossed. Right. Come on, say it. And um, unbossed. And I don't and really, you know, the trappings of capitalism and commercialism have never. I don't. I don't really give a fuck about that. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that definitely has to do with the visibility. However, it's been excellent in terms of, um, you know, it hasn't prevented me from being probably the equivalent of a, you know, a third degree PhD at what I do. Right. Um, you know, you do anything, you know, commit certain number of hours and years to something, you know, you, you will become a master right. at it. And, um, you know, I've just continued to do what I do, whether it be, you know, in front of the camera or whether it be or, you know, front and center. I shouldn't say in front of the camera, but whether it's centered around my music specifically or whether it's around me teaching or whether it's around me being, you know, support for other artists, um, you know, bringing their, you know, creative visions forward musically or, you know, however, whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm just going to kind of do it, you know, at my own pace right has there ever been a time where you were like looking back Mm -hmm. have there been a time where you were like 
You know what? I ain't have to be so hard on this. Oh, I yeah. Could've. Oh, absolutely. I could have let this go. Oh, be. please. Absolutely. <laughs> Plenty of them times. So I'd be like, girl, you was doing way too much. You were doing way too much. Yeah. <laughs> you had your heels dug in too damn hard. It didn't, even, it didn't need all of that. Right. I definitely had moments like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. So that first, your first project comes out in 94. How, well, how do you make your way to Atlanta? How do you make your way to Georgia? So... I'm in Nashville, and uh, I meet Dallas Austin through a mutual engineering uh, comrade. Um, someone that used to engineer my sessions actually ended up being an assistant on one of his sessions. He was recording Highland Place Mobsters yes. wow. uh, at one of the studios on Music Row in Nashville. And so Dallas happened to ask my friend, who's the engineer, white cat named Bryant, that's not my phone, is it? No. Okay. Not. That's you over there? Yeah. Okay. We ain't gonna talk. Yeah. So, way out of line. Okay. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, he ended up just asking, Brian was the dude's name. Uh, you know any, like, people my age that live in Atlanta, like, I mean, live in a Nashville, like, black people? Mm-hmm. You know, and he was like, actually... You know, I, I know one. I, 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 I know one. I know this one girl. I know this one girl. Yeah, she's, you know, she's cool. Da, da, da. And uh, and I think Dallas also might have been like, she have friends? You know, he's like, yeah, she totally has friends. So <laughs> I, me and, you know, a group of my closest, probably seven girlfriends went up to the studio and, uh, and met. And um, I was familiar with his work because at that time, you know, uh, I guess the ABC was out. Maybe TLC had just dropped. Right. And Boy Smith as well. So I was familiar um, with his work. Um, I also knew that what I wanted to do was not deadhead R&B. Right, right, right. Um, and I knew I hadn't really heard it quite done in the context that I wanted to do it. In before, and I, I was very certain that I wanted to do uh, do music that had you know live instrumentation. Oh. I was certain about that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he and I just talking. We you know more so just friendly, catching a vibe. You know he's cool, young, doing it. Woo, woo. And I really kind of went up there on some. I'm a songwriter. Uh-huh. Steez, like not I'm a singer, right? But you know I just felt like there's more respect and there's more you know if I'm like a songwriter, right? So I go in there, I got my little demo tape and shit. <laughs> you know, my cousin is with me, and she's always the one back in the day, you know, mouthpiece, and so we can get backstage. My cousin sings. My cousin got her demo. Do, 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 you know. And um, I heard the demo. And actually, I think, I want to say Narcissa Cutie Pie, the demo for that was on there. But anyway, he kind of dug the demo. And, he did, and, and then me and one of his friends had like a sing-off. On what? range, like you, like y'all, like, it was a like little who battle? had the most, like, like, a, like battle? a battle on whose range was the widest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it hit Which you? Was hilarious. Did it get you one of those? He didn't hit me with a did 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 did. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. But he did a, a series of things that uh, he really thought he was gonna beat me, but I could sing higher. Yes. And I could like do like this mezzo soprano thing. But I could still do sometimes, but I could really do it when I was younger. So right. I ended up winning the contest. And so um we kept in touch. You know, he was like, you know, when you come through to Atlanta, you know, look me up. You know, I think your shit is dope. I think you're dope. And I was like, okay, cool. Another thing. You've made a connection. You're like, oh, I'm yeah, really tripping. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. What ha- Whatever happened to the dude that you beat in the battle? Who was that? Nobody. His ne- no, he is a somebody. He's not works for Uber. No, he is a no. No, he's a, he's a, he is a somebody. He's is it a, Danny Boy? What it is coming? not Danny Boy. Okay, <laughs> See, that's how the West Coast. Though. Right. Danny Boy was out here. No, this is some straight A town. Right. A town cat. Um, okay. It was this 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 cat Theophilus Glass actually. Oh, Theo. Chip was his name oh, back then. No. I have no idea. I, who I can is. tell. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Oh. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> But it was Chip, and I beat Chip. But right. Chip could sing his ass off, though. Right. Crazy, hella great performer. And he was in Highland Place Mobsters at the time. But I ended up going back to Atlanta, and uh, Dallas called me to the studio. Um, it's like when cell phones had maybe just come out. Everybody was pretty heavy on the landline still right. at that point. Um, but we connected. I went to the studio still as a songwriter. He had four songs. 
I was writing to them. And one of those songs ended up being Sunshine in the Rain. Wow. So once we did Sunshine in the Rain, we just ended up listening. Like, we kept running the tape back. Like, I don't know, we ran it back probably like damn near 50 times. So we just kept listening to it over and over and over and over. And people would come in and we let them listen to it. Let them listen to it. And, um, and he was like, I know you on some songwriting shit, but you got to do this record. Right. And, um. So he was like, we just gonna, I'm gonna, I got a, you know, like an imprint deal with EMI. I'm just gonna bring you over there. I got some shit called Limp. You can be on Limp. So wow. So that, that, that was pre-Rowdy? That was like almost at the same time. Okay. They sort of emerged at the same time. Rowdy was his main right. print that he had with Arista yeah. at the time. But Limp was another little side deal for sort of specialty projects. Okay. Were a little left of center. Right. And he had that, <laughs> he had that with EMI. Okay. So that's what I was signed to. Me and um, what was the other group? Oh, uh, the Shades of Lingo. I don't know if you remember. That. Oh yeah, the rap group. Do you remember Shades of Lingo? Yes, yeah. the rap. Yeah, They're I forgot what group. my joint. Oh, what was the single? They had a couple joints. They did. Up. Yes. Shades of Lingo was dope. Shades they just of Lingo didn't get, was you know dope. the shine, but. And yeah. actually, Colorado ended up playing drums on Sunshine in the Rain. Yeah, it was in the group. But uh, hold on, I'm sorry, I need me a little napkin. Hold on. Shades of Lingo. But Shades of Lingo, yes. Wow. So, is there anybody in Shades of Lingo that I would know? Absolutely not. It's not. You, if you don't even know who Shades, you would never know who no. Shades of Lingo nah, was. It's no. like some real. You would have to, yeah. You have like, to be a, a real music connoisseur. <clears throat> oh, I think that was a subtle I, shot. I, it's kind of like AKA music nerd. Yeah. I, I like that word better. Music nerd. <laughs> music nerd. <laughs> I was part of the you Cool know. Kids crew. You know. Oh, <laughs> man. Music nerd back. Yeah, I don't listen. I, mm, yeah, uh, uh-uh. uh, because I would, I'm, I'm also one of those people that I don't know what I like until somebody tells me that it's dope. I'm one of those people I'll be like, oh, you be on the fence, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. This, is, oh, this is music, huh? You need a little. So little, this is music, music. Little push to that's let you know right. that it's, <laughs> that's all right. But I've always known. I've, from ever, ever since I saw you the first time, just your presence, mm. absolutely, your presence just fills a room. Thank you. And I remember first seeing you on television okay. and feeling like she is so sexy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was the reason that I would always watch D'Angelo's Lady Remix video. You would move, even when you were pregnant on the video, on that video. No, you was like, yo, she's, she's, there's something about her, she's fly. It's very slow and deliberate. Sultry, is it kind of sultry? It's a little sultry. It's a little sultry. Come on with these adjectives. Come on. Yeah, I think it has that uh, that midnight love feel. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I'm gonna do that. I remember one time. I'm sorry, but I remember one time I was walking in the Century Club, and I said, I'm gonna walk as if I'm Joy. Really? And I was walking super slow. Just a stroll. Because I was thinking. You like kind of sashaying like a sashay? To, you know, I was trying to move a real saunter. slow and saunter. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember my homegirl was like, what the what hell are you doing? doing? <laughs> 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 and I was like, just chill, just chill. You're not she ready for like, this yet. Come on, we're going to miss the 10 o'clock deadline. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so you and Dallas connect. Uh-huh. Um, you signed to uh, his label. Uh-huh. And um, so that first project yeah. is on that. Is yes. on that. Is on that label. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens after? Does he does he lose the deal? EMI. Folded. folded. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. ended up dissolving their like record division. Except for their catalog stuff, like right? Their, you know, and the, of course, the email publishing, right? Which well, that's but, really what makes all the money, exactly. Yeah. But the only thing in terms of records that they retained was like more so catalog stuff. They were done with any anything like new. new, yeah. yeah anything yeah, yeah, yeah. new, they dissolved that, and so um, and Pendulum Vibe just you know didn't get its. Uh, it got it got caught in you know one of those terrible you know corporate. So with that being Dissolving your first your, your first experience with your first album and kind of mm-hmm. kind of seeing that did did that mm-hmm. um, leave a bad taste in your mouth from oh, the industry a little bit? It's heartbroken. Yeah, 
I'm sorry, bro. So disillusioned. Yeah. I couldn't understand why they didn't like it. Right. Like that. That's how I took it. So personal. so personal. Yeah. Then you know it was like they don't like me. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> <I felt like. laughs> but then. Um, an interesting thing would end up happening. And the interesting thing that would happen is that people would roll up on me and tell me what that album right. meant to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in particular, people who were artists, people who were in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being this, you know, sort of critically acclaimed, really trajectory shifting sort of thing that he and I did. Yeah. Unbeknownst to us, because right. we both felt terrible about the fact that it didn't get... I mean. The the, the the wonderful, wonderful brother that went to bat so fucking hard for me back then, his name was Dave Gossett. Okay. Dave was so brokenhearted by Pendulum Vibe not getting that shot. I mean, he quit the music business. Wow. I mean, he was like, this is like, just I'm done. Tra- I'm done. Right. Like, this is a travesty. Right. Out of here. You know? um, so, we. Dallas and I both began to see, wow, this album is actually really important to people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and so various ones started reaching out. Like, you know, heavy, heavy, heavy hitters. Like yeah. established heavy, heavy hitters in the game were like, this little album had, you know, put me on the radar of various folks and had definitely put Dallas on an, another, another sort of radar right. yeah, yeah. Uh, for production. And... Um, and so that was good. So, like, that critical acclaim vibe ended up being the th- that and the fact that the live shows had their own vibe as well. Right. Like, the, the two of those were sort of able to, the impact that they had is one that still, you know, there are those that know I've continued to do music, but perhaps only have pendulum vibe. Mm-hmm. And for them, that's fine. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're like, you don't, shit, you don't have to do anything the else. else. Right. You did that. You right, know. you gave this piece. We're you gave good. us this. And if you come to my city and you're performing, I'll come see you. And right. that's fine because I know you're going to do some shit off Pendulum Bible. Right. And I'm good with it. And I'll enjoy the new shit too, but I'm fine with Pendulum Bible. Right. So this ripple effect that it had um, has been uh, really good and really stabilizing and, and, and just has, you know, continually, you know, been a reminder of. Uh, of how long I've been doing this and the weight of what I did, regardless of the commercial success. Right. Of it. Um, and during that, that campaign, there becomes, uh, um, an introduction between you and Madonna or something like that, or Madonna's that was, was got familiar with your, with, yes. with you as an artist. She did. Um, Pendulum Bob came across her radar, and um, she really, really liked it. At the time, she was working on bedtime stories, so the, the beginning of her working with that. And at that time, I feel like she was working with actually several of the young black mm-hmm. dope producers of the time. Right. She worked with Dallas, and she also maybe worked with like Devante mm-hmm. at the time. Right? Yeah, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe like four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't remember exactly how it ended up coming across her radar, but it did, and uh, and so she ended up being around a lot more, and ended up uh, the 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 choice to work with Dallas was definitely based on on the work that on the you work guys had done. That we had done. How was how was that? Um, first meeting for you like the first time you're seeing Madonna I mean, in person in in this this icon from yeah. the time that she came into the yeah. game how and what, she's what was somebody that, like? that I actually legit you know I was in you know eighth grade right when, when everybody came out Man, you, you know talk I had about on that my damn. that everybody record that's a that's a fucking jam dude like that whole album that whole album it is like Madonna? Everybody, it's, pull up Madonna. Everybody, if you got right that, now. Real, let, let's get it going. Right that now. whole first album with Borderline and Lucky Star and classic album. That was your, jam, that was your jam. What you have routines to it, <laughs> man? You let must me listen. But, lucky star. but you everybody, everybody, but in particular. everybody was because no, everybody thought she was black. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When Borderline, I mean, when uh, everybody first came out, I know yeah. I did. Yeah. 
Um, and so I I've legit, I you know, my neon headband, my, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm, it's Madonna. Yeah. You know, um, I was, you know, honored and humbled, but it was also sort of solidifying for me. Like, I knew what I was doing. I knew it mattered in this way. Right, right. You know, regardless of. Because I mean, that whole not, not selling it and not having visibility really weighed on you. On me. Yeah. I, I, it took me a minute to wrap my little mind around that at the time to be able to make sense with it. And, um, yeah. And it was a wonderful meeting her. And I also ended up meeting Lenny. Kravitz Whoa. at the time and I actually met Lenny first because Lenny saw the Sunshine in the Rain video and was like that right there whoever that is <laughs> right I need to meet her and right. I need to meet who did this record yes. wow you know it was like that and then I, that I was when that happened she could you, I, th- I was very <laughs> right, excited right. when I first met so how, Lenny Kravitz yeah. with, with, with the album not selling and and like you guys had hoped but you getting all these other acc- accolades right. how did that did that continue to to help push you through it did and it helped to really put in perspective what's important uh-huh and it helped put in perspective what it means to have staying power right um it put in perspective what it means for things to hold up well over time, what it means for things to, to reverberate. Like, it, it, all of that just began to make more sense at the time. Mm-hmm. So the, the visibility uh, or the lack thereof became less and less of something that I even was concerned about. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up one day and I didn't care about it at all. Right. You know, <laughs> right. All right. I cared about was just making, you know, bomb ass sonic art that's gonna penetrate whoever the fuck listens to it and that's it right um so from that first project because you know oh and i'm sorry i feel like this is kind of an important footnote please do madonna even ended up like because she was around and you know we developed a, a camaraderie right um so i accompanied her to a few you know of those you know sort of top tier right industry parties or whatever um and actually one of them uh, they had like a fresh faces they'd still do these lists now the fresh you know 40 freshest under 25 yeah whatever the fuck, you know what i'm saying whatever those lists is top 10 fresh faces of da 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 and so those to watch right yeah. exactly so it was one of those isms for interview magazine so i was one of the you know little young fresh faces and at this time i think this was 93 because it was when pendulum it was when sunshine and the rain was out but maybe the album wasn't wasn't well, out yet. yet right so i had gone to this party with her and while we were there i ended up meeting who i had no idea who he was at the time but i ended up meeting steven my photographer steven mizell uh-huh and uh you know he turned out to be you know you know, really a, a giant in the fashion world. Right. The photographer I had no idea. But that meeting that night ended up leading to me being in the Calvin Klein Calvin CK1 Klein. Right. campaign. But that was her mm. also that said to Steven, you need to be ahead of the curve on this. Like you need to. Wow. Yes. She needs What to. an endorsement. Yeah. Once again. It was like that. That's People hot. fuck with you. Right. <laughs> right. No, that's hot. Yes. Um, did you and Madonna were talking on the phone? Maybe I talked to her Donna. a couple of few times, but you know, also, this is also the time of landlines. Right. So this is usually, you know, back then people, you know, you're seeing somebody in their face. Right. right. <laughs> you know, back then, like it ain't a whole lot of this really going on. Yeah. Like, like you're seeing people in person. Like yeah. people had to come over to your house. Exactly. And not <laughs> knock you were on there. your door. Exactly. Right. Like you you're going there. by the hotel for a visit, or you're going to meet yes. them for dinner, or you're going, you know, to the studio, or you're going to meet them. So I feel like most of our interaction was, was that face in to person. face. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you end up meeting Gip? <laughs> <laughs> because okay, the thing is, is that it 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 looked like. You guys were the same person, but in one was male, one was female. Hmm. Like you were both so eclectic. Hmm. <laughs> I said, guess we hmm. were. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. 
I guess we were. I didn't think that we looked so much alike, but I did think no, that No, I we, didn't mean physically. I know not physically, okay. but I, I, don't, I still felt that we were quite different yeah. in that, even in the, yeah. in that way. Mm-hmm. But I thought that at that time it was, it was very, very complimentary. Right. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. It worked well together. I had a little more, you know, I had a little, you know, little kind of, you know, country gutter thing I was familiar with. That was just kind of naturally, it's just naturally Emmy. And that was kind of more so what he wore on the outside. But there was a style involved as well. It looked like he was so rough around the edges Mm -hmm. and you... He and he, you softened him, but he was only as soft women do for you. Yeah, as women do. You know, women and, it, and it was something to look at. And you'd be like, that's the kind of that's what, that's what that I'm looking for. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, you know, because it it makes you. It, it's like the whole thing that women want men that are are mean, but they but not to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I, I like that he is such an asshole to everybody else. But to uh, me. To me, he's sweet as pie. He actually, he could, you know, he could have a little, near how his voice sound and all that. He had a little thing on him back then. But he was he was actually a, a very, when people would, you know, approach him and things like that, he was actually very gracious when people would approach him and how things did like y'all that. Get, how did y'all end up getting together? How did y'all meet? We met in New York at the Outcast celebration party of uh, Southern Playalistic being number one on the charts. Did you know Outkast that when you met him, had you... I had already maybe met them once. I was actually... Who I was friends with was Rico. Okay. Yeah, Rico and I were were friends and had probably been friends for a couple of months before I ended up meeting any and, of the guys. But no... You hadn't worked on any music Nothing. together? No, we were just comrades. Just comrades. Uh-huh. Because I had met him maybe at DARP. Okay. They were in there working on the album. Right. And I might have just walked in the studio one day and they were kind of like, because- you a girl to do Sunshine and the Rain because they used to be in the dungeon freestyling over the beat. Right. Oh, wow. Over Sunshine wow. and the Rain, so... So to That's me, so is like, that what Gip did too? He was like, yeah, he was a part of that. They were all kind of like that, like, oh, it's the Sunshine and the Rain girl that works with Dallas, right? You know, it was right. kind of like that initially, right. yeah. Um, but then Rico, because I met Rico first, and because he was sort of you know quarterbacking the situation over right. there, it was kind of like because I met Rico, it was kind of like Rico was like, you know, right, this right, is Joy, and this is my girl, and she's cool, and yeah, you know. So that was kind of like the the introduction, but. I didn't meet Gip personally until we met in New York. There's actually, somebody has a picture of us. And we determined, and it's like me at the front of the stage, my arm is up. It looks like I'm dancing or something. And he's on stage. And we actually figured out that we hadn't even met yet on this picture. But we're like in that, you know, close proximity. In that space. To one another. Yeah. Um, They, I mean, I've heard that uh, your music, um, and they tried to give it, a title, and I've heard you know neo soul and. What I do predates that. that Absolutely, term, yeah, but the I term don't... didn't come about till. That's a Kedar Massenberg term who yeah. managed, you know, Erica, Erica and and D'Angelo. Yeah, I so it's so yeah. not that to me. Yeah, it's not, and I can't I can't put a, a like a label on it. But when I hear your music. The first thing I think of it is I'm like, yo, that just feels so Atlanta to me. It just feels so Atlanta. Hell yeah. For whatever that is, it just feels that uh-huh. way. And um And it is, because that was the the center of my, you know, whole existence at that particular right. time. It was all about the A. Like, yeah. Period. You know. Even with this new project that, that that you have out now mm-hmm. that I listen to um, all day today. Yes. And listening to that, I was still like, yo, that's so Atlanta. You still felt it. Absolutely. I called Smooth in. I was like, yo, there's a couple joints in there, man. That's so Atlanta. Well, of course, Organized Noise produced one See? of them. Yes. They, they produced Kush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they produce and actually the young ladies that I worked on "Give It All You Got" with, uh, peace, shout out to uh, Peace uh, Galaxy and Crystal Meth. Um, Crystal Meth, the drummer. Yes. Stupid. Yeah, super stupid. 
Crystal meth no. is re- no, she, no, she's ridiculous. She's so dope. I saw she's her ridiculous. play the drums. She was on turf with the SOS band. Uh-huh, for years. Crazy. Yeah, and she used to play with me as well. Really? And uh, yeah, I got a crush on her because she played. The, I was watching. I was like, I love her. <laughs> right, I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, I'm in love. She plays You're the like, drums. She's so dope. We love together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Crystal wow. is a dope. She and, and, and Peace are um, getting their ascend on. I think they work together and separately on things. Um, when I was working with them, they were a team. And uh, they had a, a lot of really great uh, production. And um, some of it that I heard, I, I knew that it, I could use it for myself. But I'm, I'm an arranger like by nature, so... I'm like automatically sort of, you know, asking them to flip certain parts around and things like that so I can make it more my own. Right. Um, but yeah, they ended up producing Give It All You Got. So all probably the stuff that you feel like is so Atlanta's probably the stuff that's like super duper bass heavy. Right. And that would be Kush and that would be Give It All You Got. So And also my, my jam too, the one, one of them that I produced, uh, The Edge, which every time mm. when I was making The Edge, I was thinking about girls dancing. It's strip club. Dancing. Oh, dancing. It. So, Smoothie, let's yeah. do that. Let's play the edge. Well, yeah, how did you how did you come up with the title of this project? So Rebecca Holy Love. Yes. Uh the title Rebecca Holy Love Salvation Symphony have been rattling around in my head for probably about ten years. Okay. Once I actually started working on music, I realized that it would take to have it sounding exactly like I wanted it to sound and how it was sounding in my mind because I always write it everything first in my mind so as I'm hearing it I'm like this is going to be really expensive because <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing like all these orchestral parts right. and all this and, and I was like you know what that's later it's something else it's still Rebecca Holy Love but it's something else it's not just Rebecca Holy Love so I didn't try to push it I, you know push what it was and then one night I was just Smoking and thinking, and I was like, "What are three things that like really sort of sum me up at this point on the journey?" And I was just like, "Savage." And I was like, "Immortal." And I was like, "Righteous." Savage, immortal, and righteous. And then I was like, "That's sir." That's an acronym. Uh, uh-huh. So then it became Sir Rebecca Holy. I was like, that's it. Wow. Okay. I was running that all day. Smoking a joint, chilling. But I love that you're going to play The Edge because that's not just because I produced it, but it's just a, a juicy, sexy. Come on, juicy, sexy. Right. Yeah. What's the word that we, when you walked into the club again, when you was walking to... The sultry uh, saunter. I was trying to saunter. Saunter. Oh. That's, yeah, that's it right there. Saunter. AM Caffeine Show. Joy's in the, Joy's in the building. So, Smoothie, let's play The Edge. Produced on, by my, Joy. All my dancers, get, get, get the clapping going. <laughs> <laughs> this is the AM Caffeine Show. First time heard right here. Some trap du soleil. Yes, go. You come alive in the dark A breathing canvas of art Your tattoo gun makes a mark Atlantis deep from the start I'm standing on the edge with you So if I jump, will I fall or fly? My wings are always ready, and this might be too heavy, because you are someone else's guy. Why, why? I'm standing on the edge with you, so if I jungle, I fall or fly. Oh. 
Just like a moth to a flame A chill when you say my name The pleasure inside the pain And now we're one and the same I'm standing on the edge with you So if I jump, will I fall or fly? My wings are always ready And this might be too heavy Because you are someone else's guy AM Caffeine Show the Edge, produced by Joy, right there. I want you to know I just sauntered. You sauntered? <laughs> I sure did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how. Before I leave here today, I'm gonna learn how to saunter myself. Wow! Saunter. Can, Get wait, can guys saunter? Guys can absolutely. They can't. Or so show me the proper way, because I don't yeah. want to play myself. It's just a taking. You're playing a, yourself right now. Am I? Oh, yeah. did, was to my shoulder. The important yeah. thing of a saunter <laughs> is that it looks effortless. Oh, right. see, I tried yeah. too hard. I was, I was, I was trying, trying too hard, too. You're right. Too, yeah. You're right. I, yeah. I, I tried too hard. Let me tell you what I don't like when guys try to saunter. What's that? I don't like when they squint, raise their brows, and then lick, <laughs> lick a lip. I know. Oh, my God. Joy, yeah. thank oh, you. Oh, so saunter's more, it's it's facial, too. Saunter is just a, it's a Put whole confident vibe. I'm trying to saunter. I'm trying to get the vibe. Of a relaxed oh stroll into a situation where you <laughs> are certain that people have all eyes on you, but you are also... I'm bothered and I'm faced. Oh, like I ain't tripping. But but this isn't it, right? Put your shoulders down. That is definitely not, not it. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely. I just wanted to lick my lips. No, I wanted to get my L on. That wasn't no it? No shoulder, no I lip licking. I None of them dudes. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Some dudes be wearing them Under Armour shirts, too. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> No, no bueno. No, sir. No. <laughs> she said no, no sir. No, sir. That's those, not it. Those bougie beaters. <laughs> oh, I can't stand man. It. Come on, bro. Bougie beaters. Come on, brother. Uh, Joy is with us. So we just played um, The Edge that she produced. So, Smoothie, you know what I want to go to? Let's go to Kush. Kush? Because why not? You know Let's go to Kush. <laughs> of course. You know produced right? by the bros. Organized noise. This one is produced by Organized Noise. Smoothie, this might be the one I'm talking about, and I know that you uh, I'm sure said it, it is. If you say in Atlanta, I yeah. know that this is the one. Yeah, so let's get into it right now. This is Joy. This is Kush, produced by Organized Noise. Yeah. 
AM caffeine show. Okay, I have to say. I don't smoke, but I'm about to. Listen, you stupid. You so stupid. It's a dispensary like right next door. Is it? Is it open? It is. Let's yeah. go get some kush then. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Listen, I am late arriving, but I am there. And honey, y'all. Yes, yes, this is, is. My, this is my whole vibe, and I'm gonna. We know that because you've come this. in here on a many occasions. Right. I came in three times. Edible queen. Edible, yeah, you came in oh, on. That, that's your stees. Yeah, you like a little edible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibe. She does. I like the body high. I hear you. Wait, I what's that? You. It makes me saunter. <laughs> <laughs> so what is that, Marlo? Yes. What the body high? What is that? The body high. The edibles give you more of a body high. So hey. if I if I. If I Get some of that, no, partake of some of that. You know what happened to me. Oh, yeah, you passed out. You ended up someplace well, butt naked. Well, you had too much. Definitely. Yeah, he ended up in a uh, bad no situation. Yeah, I, want a, no I want to saunter. You can definitely have too too much and, too much? and, and be real and out there bad. <laughs> Joy, I, I, <laughs> I'll tell you that story off air. Okay. Got she you, said D. be out there. Yeah, don't be a clock. We don't want you to bad, become a clocker. Child. I'm talking about out there bad. AM Caffeine Show. Joy in the building. So off of this... What? There's a video out? There's a video out for uh, one of the songs on the album called Stare at Me. Okay. Yes. Which and is produced by Brooke DeLoe. That's on YouTube? That's everywhere? Yes. Okay. It is. Um, and it was done by Passerine Productions, too. Hi, Shawnee Sh- and Adam. Hi. Um, <laughs> so you've been doing an independent thing for a minute. Do you like, do you like that? Yeah. I and I think now... There, because there's so many different platforms and so many yeah. other ways to to monetize from you yeah. know, do you want to stay that way? Would you ever go into? I, I could a label situation? I could definitely go into a label an uncomplicated, right? Label situation because I don't want to have to do all the fucking work right, so. right now. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'd much rather somebody bear that burden, right? For sure, right? Um, okay. So if there's a you know a situation that feels you know right and they not too all, I just need you to sell it and I need you to sell it how I tell you to sell it and hey. then also add your expertise on what will help how I said I wanted you to sell it, right? Go. <laughs> in this particular time continuum and construct that we're living in now in the digital world i just need you to do what i say and then transfer that into whatever makes sense for you guys in this digital verse because as she says yeah. she is unbought right and unbought and, uh, exactly yeah. okay like the goddess shirley chisholm you better mm. yes um do you see your influence on on, on artists now do absolutely um I love Janelle Monet, but I see a lot. I can, you open the door for Janelle Monet, no question. Well, I mean, I opened the door for anybody who wasn't doing music professionally prior to 1993. Come on, speak on it. Will you say something? Wow. Will you say things that speak you know? Words it. mean things. Yes, they do. That tabernacle. She couldn't know before now. 1993. That's right. Yeah. Um, but and it's a beautiful. The influence is beautiful. Right. Like, it makes me feel, you know, like... Right. Give me a little... I did a little something. I did, I did a little something. Yeah. Right. I, I, feel, added, I added I feel a level... Yeah, I do. I feel a level of responsibility and pride. Right. I felt that when I first heard Guapala. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you really? And I love that baby, too. I absolutely love Guapala. And the Closer record reminded me of a very gorgeous, mm-hmm. mellow version of Sunshine and the Rain mm-hmm. when I first heard just because she she repeats the line. Yeah. Over and over and over. The close to my dream. I did like Closer. I, I give mm-hmm. her that. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. No, that, yeah, That's it. that was it. <laughs> but I did like that joint. Yeah. Um, so, she, so pretty. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know. AM Caffeine Show. So smooth D. Yeah. Man, we're almost out of here. Um, what else we cannot leave I wanted to play something else okay. from the project, but we okay. can't leave without playing a classic. Come on, that's what I was waiting for. Miss <laughs> uh, Bodie, we can't. Can I saunter? We can't. Yeah, which, go I ahead. bet I know which one we you going to play. Leave without saunter. With a proper saunter. I have, bet I you, know which one nah. you going to play. Edibles. Is, so what? Is that like a chocolate chip <laughs> cookie? All, it, do you have not, anything in your purse? Gonna, gonna, I got to go all the way in. I got to go all the way in. I got my vape pen in my purse. Smooth D, can we have a Joy Classic? I knew it. Oh! <laughs> what you said, 
I got to saunter. AM Caffeine Show. I'm sauntering, y'all. That would be lit. Yeah. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. Joy's in the building. Don't go nowhere. Hey. Show that don't sound like nothing else, dude. Man, that don't sound Man. like nothing Man. else. I would have to say that came out like what year? Like ninety? I mean, two thousand? Two thousand one? We did it in two thousand. I think it might come out in oh two. But yeah. it sounds like it came out yesterday. Yeah, like right now that goes. And yes. I can say oh, that yeah, was well. that was during my era when I was uh, DJing in a few of the gentlemen's clubs. <laughs> I'm sure it was a, a good and a number. A lot of the dancers for the yes. uh, was tops on the list, right? The gentlemen. That yes. was their, that was their go-to. I definitely go-to. went to a few strip clubs, and the ladies would definitely let me know that they fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy. Are y'all, is this going to be a bunch of bleeps when y'all take this to the thing? No, y'all don't be cussing. Y'all do let it go. We're going to let it. For you, okay. we're going to let it go. Yeah. Thank you. I we feel gonna, like it's not harsh. I feel like it's, no. you know, Mm-mm. it's well peppered and seasoned. <laughs> what I'm doing. Not with that velvety It's not voice. obtrusive. Uh, that harsh. Voice, you know uh, what I mean? Uh, AM Caffeine Show, uh, Joy. Thanks so much. Oh, I've for you all hanging with us, and, and, and I'm me. glad we were able to finally connect. Shout out to my girl Monica Payne, Monica who I love Payne. so very much. Absolutely, my uh, son, my son. Uh, social media, you heavy on that? You know what? I have a decent presence. Yeah. <laughs> but, but for me, you know, because I don't be you know, right, right. I actually have a decent presence. But shout out to Keep Sia Blue Daydreamer. Uh, A.K.A. 2.0 A.K.A. my daughter mm. Who insisted That you do it Insisted Especially Instagram and Twitter yeah. She was like Okay mommy you're on Facebook Old people on Facebook uh, Right right And you're on Twitter page And you're on Instagram <laughs> So shout out to Keepy For being very insistent A few years ago About that happening Because now I have You know I got decent little, little presence Little little presence It's decent I want um, you to know we friends now. Are we friends now? We friends what now. Okay. I'm a you are such yes, a stalker. Yes, I am. I'm a um, What <laughs> is your Instagram? My Instagram is Tennessee Slim Kitty. Tennessee Slim Kitty. Come that on, Tennessee Slim Kitty. That's sultry right there. What is it again? What's my word again? <laughs> That's it. Saunter. 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 But it can also be a sultry. Saunter. See? Come on now. But that name. Ooh, Tennessee Slim Kitty. Ooh. So that's me. That's but, what it is. But on Twitter and uh, Facebook, it's actually my government name. It's actually just Joy. Just Gilliam. Joy Gilliam. Yeah, Joy Gilliam. Just Joy Gilliam. Mm-hmm. I keep it real. You right. know, you keep it just real, real. Uh, and just you know, carefully chosen words. I mean, in all things I do, I right. always say. But very, very much so on Twitter. That that whole social media is yeah, it's going crazy. into a little yeah McCarthy 
era It goes vibe into a now. whole other place. Yeah, it's Absolutely. a little people trying to shut you down for saying things. And yeah, they do. So I'm careful. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the shit we need to be talking about anyway don't need to be on they social media. We need to be them. meeting in person. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. Thank you so much, uh, Joy, for once again Absolutely. rocking with us. She has a brand new project out right Sir now. Rebecca, holy love. That's what it is. Available on all digital platforms where music is sold and streamed. Erware. Yes, Erware. Erware. In the digiverse. Show. Yes, it is. Airware. AM Caffeine Show. You guys enjoy your day. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. And uh, Marlo J, anything to say in parting? I am a fan. Thank you, Marla. I am a fan, Stalker. and uh, we're friends now. Stalker. Whether you, like, whether you like it or not, we're <laughs> friends now. I'll be under her comments and my girl, you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed meeting you, Marla. You look cool as shit. There it is. Yeah. AM Caffeine Show, Smooth D. We're out of here. I will we see are. you on Friday. Joy, thank you so much. Anytime. You so welcome. Thank you. Come through. AM Caffeine Show. You guys enjoy your day. We out. Peace. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.